Can I um, break for some breaking news? Oh, no. You seeing it or no? There's been a trade yeah. in baseball. The Yankees have a new left side of the infield. Josh Donaldson will be playing oh, third base. Come and Isaiah Kiner Falefa will be our new shortstop. Well, that's not a new Falefa. They've been looking. I've been. They've been dreaming of that guy since last year. Sanchez headed to the Twins. Gary. Gary Sanchez. So there we go. At least we got. Okay, that that's guy. that's not. I'm not gonna shed tears over that. All right. Um. Yeah, I don't know what else. I don't know who else is gone. Yeah, Josh I don't know. I, Donaldson. I, don't, I hate Josh Donaldson. Is he? Do you think he's one of those guys you hate when you play against him, but you like when he's on your team, or is there? Are we just gonna hate this guy forever? Well, I mean, I it's result. It's obviously results based. If he hits like three sixty. Well, uh, yeah, well, obviously, but <laughs> <laughs> that goes without saying. But I'm trying to get all the details here. Uh. I'm uh, whatever. I'm glad Gary's gone. I have no idea. Yeah, gonna Gary gonna, had gonna, to go. I'm not going to miss him in the slightest bit. Um, yeah, Falefa, they've been talking about. I guess he just got traded to the Twins. The Twins Can't he catch him. also? Could he catch? Falefa? I know in fantasy he qualifies as a catcher. I'm not sure if. Oh, hey, if we can't, if we can't trust fantasy. <laughs> yeah. So is that all we're giving up is Gary? I don't think so. Can't be, right? I mean, who knows? The Twins are in a full rebuild mode, you know? True. Okay, let's get this details real quick. Typical Cashman, just waiting selection Sunday so you can try and fly under the radar and make a shitty trade. We also, Yankees will also get catcher Ben... Rortfett? Never heard of him. All right. Oh, Sanchez and Urshela going to Minnesota. Urshela's going? Yeah. Uh, all right. I don't like it. I officially don't like it. Well, I mean, where Urshela, is he going to play? I mean, I mean, where is he going to play? I bet Urshela's a guy that that he gets over there and he, does, he dips. His whole production dips. He'll still be a great player. Well, yeah. He's, it's the Twins. But he's just not going to be the same player over there. You he missed he's thirty a glove. years old now. You missed a glove, but I mean Donaldson's a decent glove, right? And uh, I feel I I think what I heard about Felipe is he's a good good glove at short too. But ten hours ago, the Post reported Aaron Boone says Gio Urshela will be Yankee shortstop. So Boone is really Jeez, on top man. of what's going on. Yeah. What but Donaldson's old though. Isn't is how old's Donaldson? 36? He's that old? Wow. I th- I figured he's under 35, but wow. nah, yeah, he's been around a while. I mean, he won the MVP. What was that like 2015? He's always hurt. Yeah. Yeah, results based. We'll see. Yeah, I I don't know if he's a guy that uh he just seems like a guy that I would hate no matter what. But I guess it is if he comes here and he plays his ass. Well, yeah, it's time. result. It, it comes down to what he if does he, on uh, the field. If, if he punches Xavier Bogarts or something, like that'd be nice. But um, you know, we'll take a week. Yeah. Well, but it's a Sunday poor tradition. 
this point, we are uh, here to here to put the final patches of dirt over the New York Yankees' failed season once again. You heard it. Um, we have. Well, we're. I, I think I was a little more optimistic than you were back in March, as from the clip that you just heard. But uh, I don't think either of us was too excited about having Donaldson and IKF. I don't think either of us thought that would be the big move that uh, brought us in to the season. But, um, yeah, another an, I said a, another season just down the tubes. We were hot early. It looked like it might be one of those summers. And it looked like it had a chance to be. But then uh, the smoke and mirrors cleared. The truth that of this team was that it was all judge and a lot of eh, a lot of guys kind of you know making a play here or there you know having a day or two but not not nothing that could be sustained you know you had carpenter had a run um glaber had you know a few weeks where he you know he was really good uh rizzo was really good and great in the playoffs um but just a, a team that that could not do it and I'll be honest with you, the legacy, if we're going to throw, hey, sorry, I haven't, start, I haven't set in up yet. I'm already, I'm already using words like legacy. The legacy of Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone is they turned the New York Yankees into a fucking laughing stock. It's a fucking joke how they went out yesterday. They're getting one hit a couple days ago in game four, how they went out yesterday with just a comedy of errors in the field, how they went out yesterday by like calling David fucking Ortiz to hype them up. Public enemy. Number one. It's just, it, it boggles my mind how far that, first of all, why do they even have a, what, what was a mental health coach? Like just have, if you have a fucking psychiatrist on staff, he should not be there for for game four to, to fucking psych you up. Why is the why is the mental health coach there for for the for fucking baseball related activities? Go out there and fucking win a goddamn game. Stretch your fucking groin, Nestor. Jesus, is it is it is it? Look, we love Nestor, but is I mean, it's just so poetic that it's a groin injury that a team with no balls goes out like that. And what do you got? Um. So the David Ortiz story. Was I mean that's an onion headline? It's fucking. It's an uh, it's an onion headline. It's fucking pathetic. I didn't know we were going to lead with that, but yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, why it's, not it, lead it, with that? It just goes to show how clueless this entire fucking organization is. Like, don't the Yankees have PR people? Like that that could someone like I don't know who could be like that's not we that can't we can't do that. Like, isn't there somebody who's like nah? You can't call David Ortiz. You can't. You can't show the players. Fucking Aaron Boone. Could he like? You know, we don't call. We don't do that. We don't talk to those guys. <laughs> fucking hey. Oh yeah. Talk to. They talk to Big Poppy. He's a nice guy. Fuck you, David Ortiz. Get the fuck off the phone. Asshole. Didn't that fucking prick want to bury his jersey in New Yankee Stadium? So it was like under New Yankee Stadium or something. No, that was a guy who was. Working on no, was the he old, him? yeah. Whatever. He wanted See, to bury an Ortiz. Yeah. Well, that's the fucking point. That's the point. All right, like that's the kind of guy that we don't need touching our team. 
Jesus Christ. And you need you do need to hear from from anybody. You're down 3-0. You got embarrassed in game three. Bro, they were showing clips of from 2004, the Red Sox beating the Yankees. They were show, they, the mental health coach made a video he to try and – he's like, here, here, you know what will motivate you guys to win a ball game? Here's the Yankees getting their ass kicked in the ALCS. That'll yeah. – Four games in a row, just like you got your ass kicked four games in a row in this ALCS. Yeah. You know what? Like, look, I'm never going to say anything nice about the Red Sox. This is as close as it's going to come. But the, the what you could say something about the 2004 Red Sox that you that you could not say about the 2022 New York Yankees. As they had, they were tough. They were a tough team. They were a worthy opponent. As much as they had scumbags and I hate them, they were a worthy opponent. They belonged in the ALCS, whereas the 2022 Yankees did not. No, the, I mean the the longer the season went along and the longer the postseason went along, the Yankees may have been a uh, a product of a kind of a subpar American League. They did not belong in the same field as the Houston Astros. No, no, different the Astros are on a different planet. Yeah, fucking uh, pathetic. Yeah, I mean it was bad. It was bad all around. Um, so. Yeah, you last need to have night. a fucking hype up video for your mental health coach. You got embarrassed in game three. You need to be you need to be fucking psyched up. You can be just fucking just just remember what happened to yesterday. Just remember what happened yeah. yesterday, and, and you're in the Bronx on your home field in front of your fans. That's not enough to piss you off to go out there and kick their ass the next day. I don't know what is fucking highlights from 2004. Joke. It's an onion headline. I mean, it's, it's it's something that you would like. I had I had to check multiple outlets to make sure I wasn't getting like twittered. I wasn't getting punked on Twitter. Doesn't that it's just, happened before? It's happened but on the show before, or I felt for something on Twitter. It happens. That, um, that, of all the bad shit that's happened, all the losses, all the bad trades, all the goofballs they've brought in here to just fall on their face. Doesn't it feel like that's like jumping the shark? An organization jumping the shark? I'm at a loss for words about it. I don't even know what to <laughs> it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. The fuck are we doing, man? I'm not I need a mental health coach. Fucking that's fucking franchise. Apparently the guy's apparently the guy's been employed for years and years. It's not like he's new, but uh yeah, it's just not when you have a team as as mentally weak as the current crop of Yankees, as soon as you hear mental health coach or whatever, I mean, that joke just writes itself when it comes to this <laughs> team. Doing you know? his job. Yeah. He's been doing his job for years and years. Meanwhile, that's even fucking doing his job. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's like whatever he's getting paid, could we like use that money, maybe get rid of the mental health coach and bring in like – a hitting coach, like one that like will show guys to I don't know, hit the ball the other way, oh. work a count, a sacrifice fly. It's like Rizzo, like a secondary a secondary hitting coach. We need. It's like Rizzo is playing on a different team this entire series. He was doing all those things, and then like yes, Glaber, and Glaber gets up and has you know, and like just he's swinging from his heels, and you know, and I don't know, everybody just like yeah, Rizzo changes his approach. He's got a little. There's like that at bat. I think he struck out in that at bat, but there's like the at bat where he was expecting the slider, and he like he would start out in the back 
and you yeah. start on the back, and then he like slid up. And I just like it's a heady, it's a heady ball player right there. And uh, it was only guys. It was it was like it different was like, team, bro. It's like Virgil was playing a different sport. Yeah, agreed. I agreed. <laughs> yeah, totally different sport. Different sport. Different era. Different. Yeah, mentality. And, he, and he's got an opt out clause, so you know if he opts out, like we'll probably be like ah. We could we don't we don't need Anthony Rizzo. We could put LeMahieu at first base. Oh, like the only guy, the only guy with any balls on the team, and we're gonna we will probably let him walk. The team's officially a joke, and I don't. I do not expect Judge to be back. I, oh, you don't uh, think Judge will be back? You're negative. I'm so negative. Why would he come back? Why would he come back? See, I'm 50-50 on Judge. If you made me pick a side, I think I'd go fifty-one forty-nine. He's back. I just, I really wonder why he'd come back. Well, money aside, I wonder why, if all things being equal, why he wouldn't go anywhere else. So if he has the same offer from one team as he does from the Yankees, you think he goes? Yeah. If he, if, especially if it's like the Giants, which it seems like he really I don't know, he would be interested in going to the Giants. Why wouldn't he? I don't, I don't know if he would stay in New York. I don't know if you go to the Mets for the same amount of money. I don't think he would go. I don't think the Mets and the Red Sox, I think. I could be wrong. I mean, if they blow him away, who knows? But I think he's uh, like self-aware enough to know like that that's going to cause headaches for him if he goes to one of those teams. Look, I, I, I don't know if he wants to be that the villain. I honestly, I, I, th- I think he could he could play, he could go play for the Texas Rangers. I don't think uh, like this sick, sick this season will just kind of be for, lost on me if he goes anywhere. It'll be lost on me. So it's a legacy. It's a legacy decision. Right. Like else. you're not, you're like you're not going to Monument Park. No, if you leave, like you're not. Uh, yeah, every, everything changes, and it depends if he, if he wants that or not. And you know, there's so many other different factors. I mean, what it comes down to is he's probably going to take the biggest offer. Yeah, but let's say, let's say he does have a preference. It's going to come down to, you know, does he, does he like want to be a Yankee? That yeah. basically does does he like being a Yankee? And I. I I really, I don't know. I can't answer that. Like, is is you know is, when he when he hears booze in the playoffs, is he like, fuck, man? Like this oh, fucking man. place is is brutal. Like, I don't know. Or is he just like, you know what? Like, we got to be better. Like, I don't know. It's everything you hear like nowadays, it, and it, it's more and more. You know, I maybe because it's social media and there's a lot of different outlets because you you hear players' opinions, but more and more like Chris, the Chris Bassett's of the world. Talking about how hard it is to play in New York. It's always been you hard know, to play in New York. It's always, it's, oh, it's, oh, it's, of course, it's always been hard. But now it's like, it was it's, hard for Roger Maris. Like, they threw a fucking chair at him. <laughs> yeah, I think that was in Detroit, but yeah, All right, whatever. It was a Yankee fan, I think. It was, yeah, it was. I mean, <laughs> he was playing for the New York Yankees. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's like the, it's okay to. Uh, it's like it's okay to complain about it nowadays. Which is very strange to me. Yeah, well, no, you're talking know, about complain. No one wants to hear the nine to five guy complain about his job. Never mind, fucking millionaire athlete talking about how hard it is to play in front of fans. A game. It's, it's not even that it's okay to complain about. It's it's like sympathized with it now. It's like, well, of course they're not gonna like being booed. <laughs> I don't like yeah. watch. I don't like. I don't like. You know, spending and spending my time watching a guy strike out three times a game. So you're gonna get booed if you strike out three times a game. 
Like I'm, I'm not gonna cheer. I'm not here to cheer the guy up. I'm not his fucking mental health coach. All right. Yeah. I'm not here to tell him it's all gonna be okay. I'm sorry, it's not fucking Kumbaya Central in the Bronx. And if that's if that's your thing, go fuck yourself. All right. If you need a fucking cozy place to land, get the fuck out of here. Just get the fuck out of here. All right. I don't. I, I'm. It's just. It, and maybe I'll be detrimental, and maybe that's just the way the world's going. But as a fan, I am not ready to. to I'm not ready to say that we are gonna like stop being tough fans. And sometimes, no. I mean, look, sometimes Yankee fan is stupid too, goes too too far. But for the most part, you know, the, the old adage is being being a smart fan that they watch every game, they're in tuned. I think it's pretty accurate, but I think just you know now with the prices, I don't think you get those fans in the in the stadium every game. You don't get the everyday fan there all the time. So like in that in the home run chase, you know those people were not watching the last five years. They were just there to see history, you know. Yeah, no, I think the the average fan, a lot of them got priced out of that. Yeah, those I, the, the people, yeah, the people who are watching every game. I don't think they go to as many games as they used to. Yeah, probably not. Probably but, not. But I would never, you know, stupid or unfounded or not, I would never take a fan's like never say, oh, don't boom, it's gonna hurt his feelings. Like that's 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 so much worse. Like if you can't take the abuse at home, how are you gonna take the abuse in Fenway? Like in Fenway, they haven't softened in Fenway. And they're not gonna they have not softened on the Yankees in Fenway or in Houston. I would say I think Boston fans have kind of softened. You think they softened on the Yankees? I think they lost a little bit of their edge after 04. Well, yeah, that goes without saying. They, were just, they, they, they had a little bit of – and how much winning they've done since then, for sure. But, I mean, I don't think – you don't go into Boston. And you don't – it's not like – it's not cozy. It's not a nice place to play. No, I know. I just I, – I always go back to uh, – what's Simmons' friend's name, the Yankee fan, Jacko. Yeah. And he talks about being at the 2003 ALCS and – in Fenway and talking about how it was as close as he's ever come to uh, being at the Coliseum, like the ancient Coliseum. <laughs> and, and I, and I do think like the, the, the Red Sox fan, it's, it's still, I mean, it's not, it's a hostile environment. Well, 2003 um, is the height of the, of the rivalry though. I mean, we haven't had a right. rivalry that's, it hasn't been close to that kind of uh, heat since then. Right. And I think the Yankees, I don't think the Yankee fan has necessarily softened. I think the Yankee fan has become um, almost just so almost almost similar to like a pre 04 Red Sox fan where it's just constant, just agitation and just wanting to, uh, you know, just go, going to almost going to the ballpark and booing uh, out of like, it's almost therapeutic to boo. Like I'm not a big booer, but I was at Game Four. I let a few boos go. I let a few rip. There, there was a, there was a couple sitting behind us, and this is like later on in the game. It's probably eighth inning. Please had probably cleared out a little bit. Um, yeah, well, it did look like it was emptying out. It, it was. And it was a close game too. Uh, but there was a couple. It was two uh, Houston fans, man and a woman. Uh, I don't know, married, whatever. I'd say they were 30s, maybe. I don't remember. I'd had a lot to drink. Um, but anyways, like I turn around at some point and uh I forgot if they phrased it in the I forget if they put it in the form of a question or not. 
but they were like, uh, so I have to, we have to ask you, like, Yankee fans really hate Aaron Boone, huh? And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, you don't, you have no idea. We don't have enough. We don't have enough time left in the game to get into <laughs> everything. Um, but they were cool. When, when the final out was me, I just turned around. I said, good luck. And I kept walking. Just walked off the stadium. Yeah. Um, so you can do. Classy. Uh, right. Now they, they have hear- a story. They're like, not all Yankee fans are assholes. I mean, this guy was yelling for like seven innings and cursing a lot. But he was actually turned around, turned out to be a decent human. Yeah, it's all it's all it's all, it's all happens between the lines, you know. That's what matters. Yeah, plus like all my hatred is geared towards my own team these days. I don't even have time to hate Altuve. I don't think I booed one Astro. <laughs> <laughs> well, no Verlander yesterday. Uh, I don't know how she would boo. Altuve hasn't done anything to deserve booing. Uh no, yeah. Bregman maybe. Like Bregman's like the only guy like I really have any kind of animosity towards right now. Well, and Pena. Yeah, I mean Pena's he's fresh, he's like a brand new guy. Yeah, I don't like him though. I don't like him. Yeah. I mean, I was, I won the MVP. So that's what happens. Automatic. Jeremy Pena, opening day shortstop. He batted Seventh on opening day for the Astros, went 0 for 4, and was batting 211 a month into the season. They rode him the whole way, let him play, and then you see what happens in the ALCS. Let the young guy play. Hmm. Novel, what a novel idea to just get out of the kid's way and let him play. Yeah. If Brian Cashman was running the Patriots, Mac Jones would still be in this fucking game. (laughs) <laughs> Bailey Zappi Bailey Zappi would be on the practice squad. No, Bailey Zappi would be playing like cornerback. He'd be out of position somewhere. We need a cornerback. Yeah. Bailey, can you play corner? I, I yeah. mean, real quick, Mac Jones should not have been on the field tonight. His knee, his one leg looks three times the size of the other leg. I don't know why he was even out. Oh, I, I didn't even know. I didn't even notice. I mean, he looks like fucking bra- terrible. I think it's the brace, too. But uh, yeah, he did. He looked really bad. But he's got this, he's got a brace on that's like the size of. Three times the size of his leg. Looks bad. Maybe he want, he was looking for like a soft landing. Like I got the Bears probably on yeah. Monday night. Yeah, it's like Dak yesterday come back against the Lions. He was able Smart. to play like shit and win. Mm-hmm. Smart. That's what I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The new... <sighs> Who's the last like Jeremy Pena we've produced other than like Judge? No, we have not produced a Jeremy Pena. Because you have Glaber who shows glimpses, but we know who he is now. We know he's not a consistent player. We know he's not a guy you can trust. Um, he's got a little bit, of, a little bit in his own head. And he, would you say Glaber's played his last game as a Yankee? I'm going to uh, say yes. I think everybody on the roster is on notice today. Except Cole and Stanton. Well, they have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> and Hicks. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and the hits just keep on coming. Uh, um, yeah, Gl- yeah. What does Glaber have? One more year left? So they had to trade him in the offseason? I mean, we know they, 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 you know, 
they tried to trade him at the deadline, which is why he went into his shell in the whole entire month of August and pouted mm-hmm. for a month. And then uh, September kind of snapped out of it a little bit. October just was a little too big for him. Uh, I think they move him for something. I don't know what you're going to get for him. I, I don't think. You're, I mean, maybe like a, another back end starter, probably. I mean, Cashman, and I say Cashman because he will be back. So anybody who's like tricking themselves into thinking Brian Cashman's not going to be the GM, you're out of your mind. Oh yeah, no, they're both going to be back. I have no, I have no faith that not even worth. Ha- well, I'll have the discussion. Like, is this guy going to be back or that guy? Players, yeah, manager and general manager. That's not even a discussion that's worth having. It's a joke. It's a fucking joke. Both back. They have not since they fired Girardi. They have not improved a fucking bit. It's no. a much, it's a worse team all around than the Girardi that Girardi team. Yeah, and that, well, I'm sure you'll see this year. You know, I mean, uh, you know, this week they'll have their end of the year uh, little uh, press conferences. I'm sure you'll hear the words, you know, luck of the draw, crap, injuries, over. injuries. Yeah, the New York excuse makers. It's no longer the New York Yankees. It's the New York excuse makers. You know, it's not a crapshoot for Houston. Four, four, six straight uh, ALCSs, fourth World Series in six years. They've never lost an ALDS, never lost a five-game series. Incredible. Yeah. And they had injuries. Not, not a crapshoot for them. They had injuries. They lost players. Brantley. Oh, dude. I'll take you back way back when, just a year ago. The Atlanta Braves lost Ronald Acuna. <laughs> And went on and won the World Series. Yeah, yeah. One of the best players in baseball. That's right. That's a team. That's a team. That's a good team. They lost a great player, but they had a good enough core around them that they could still go on to compete in October and win. Yeah, that's not something. Look, Judge walks. His team is how many? How many games does team win without Judge? I oh, I mean they don't win the division without Judge. No, you talk about this year or next year. This next year, year, I mean, without Judge. I mean, this year, I don't think they they probably go five hundred without Judge. At I, least, yeah, I think five hundred's being kind. Yeah, I think at best they go five hundred without Judge. I mean, you saw it in the playoffs. He didn't hit. He had a bad postseason, and mm-hmm. they really didn't have any answers without Judge. I mean, Rizzo, only only guy. With any stones, Bader. as far as I'm concerned, off. Yeah, you're right, Bader. Although the Stan was Stan was good too. Yeah, Stan was what Stanton. You know, was about what Stanton could. He he made his, his hits count. Do. I would say Stan. Yeah. His batting average, I don't think, was anything. I think uh, may have been under 200. But you know, he had the three run homer against Cleveland. He had the hit last night. He had, you know, hit. I feel like Stanton made his. Ironically, he made his hits count. Made his presence known a little bit. Yeah, wasn't wasn't complete waste. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to go like biggest goats, I mean, Judge. I guess Judge would technically have to be number one. Um, I really, I can't, and I can't say anything about. I can't say anything about the uh, the pitching. No, there's there's nothing. There's not one. There's not one pitcher that I could really go after and let him have it. No, not really. It no. comes down to just a handful of offensive guys. I mean, Judge is probably number one, but I mean, even worse than 
and Judge. I mean, Glaber just did. Glaber's bad. Nothing. Donaldson was atrocious. Yeah. The managing was atrocious. I mean, you didn't know who your shortstop was. You didn't have a leadoff guy. You had to mix it and match, and it's fucking no le- no left fielder. Yeah, three different leadoff hitters in the first three games, three different shortstops. And then you go back to IKF, who was benched. And then you go back and you make your team worse defensively. One game, it was a game one. Or no, game game one and game three. You have Matt Carpenter batting fifth. The other, the other uh, games, Matt Carpenter's not even in the lineup. So you go from having guy fifth to not even being good enough to crack the lineup. And then, you know, I've always said with the IKF situation, which is just, I mean, not trade, but I've always said like with the IKF, it's all about hit. Think about IKF. He's not a shortstop, but IKF, the, the offensive player I like, yeah. Right. It's, it's yeah. almost like if you could combine Peraza and IKF and make one guy like a hybrid, because Peraza is just not, you know, he wasn't ready offensively. Yeah, he like, might be. He probably he might end up being better offensively just than just not IKF, yet. But yeah, not, not, not yeah, not this year. Yeah, yeah, forty at bats in September, and then you're like, all right, ALCS kid, Framber Valdez. Like, yeah. <laughs> the fuck you. Yeah. The fuck you want me to do, man? That's why Jeremy Pena is playing since opening day. Yeah. Not a rookie once he got. Anyways, um, where was I going? IKF, IKF. What was the point I was trying to make? Oh, okay. So last night, for, for those of you who were still watching in the eighth inning, two outs, nobody on. I'm all over the place. I'm about to kill Boone now. We're just going. It's all. It's a fucking scatter fest. No, two outs, two outs, nobody on. Two outs, nobody on. IKF's coming up, right? Mm -hmm. He pinch hits Carpenter for IKF. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just he's just no feel for there's no feel for the game at all because he's going because he's going for the home run there just to tie it up. Yeah, I know, but it's just like. Here's a guy who has not like me. I guess he had a hit. IKF had the second best. I think IKF hit 286 in the series. IKF had as many hits in the series as Judge did. And he played only started two games. Yeah. Just keep the chains moving, man. It's like it's like they're allergic. They're their own rally killers. Two, yeah, like two out rallies have never happened. No, they hate him. They hate him. So and then the worst and then the worst part is the reason I'm bringing that up is. Trevino is leading off the ninth inning. Yeah. That's more of the spot for Carpenter because Trevino, and I don't want to pick on him, but Trevino literally hit zero in the series. Yeah. <laughs> yep. IKF hit 286 in the series. Why are you burning Carpenter? I know, and this isn't why we lost the series or the game, but, you know, it's just like a microcosm of a guy who just doesn't know, just doesn't have a clue. Yep. Carpenter is pinch hitting for a guy who's hitting 286 in the series. And then you're letting your catcher, who doesn't have a hit in the entire month, you're letting him lead off the ninth. Like it just makes season on the line. No sense. No, no, no. He, he's fucking infuriating. He's, he's going to continue to be infuriating. I hate that he's going to be there for another five fucking years with absolutely no. It's like any other job, 
don't you have to answer for your shortcomings at some point, or is this going to be every excuse in the book? It started in game two, the fucking roof. It just started there. It started there. They had it. They had it in the bag. Like that's you come up with. Not that we had four hits. It was that the roof was open. Yeah. Like your pitching did everything they could to keep you in that game. And your defense too. That was the that was and the double play that Claver and yeah. Peraza. Yeah. Yeah, defense was great that day. And not for nothing. It, it, everyone talks about what a great communicator this guy is. The whole thing where like Bader didn't know he was leading off and Boone like threw him under the bus, like telling him he's got to check the lineup or something. Every player has sent the lineup. Oh my God. And this guy, like his press conferences too. I mean, talk about a great communicator. I mean, this guy, he's talking out of both sides of his mouth when they ask him about taking Cole out of the game mm-hmm. on a Saturday okay. afternoon. I mean, because you saw like when he came out of the mound, he came out of the dugout and he looked at Cole and he's like, you good? Yeah. Like he almost like, he almost like hesitated coming out. Mm-hmm. And then he kept going. And then they asked him after the game, like, you know, were you, uh, what was the deal there? And like one answer he gave was, you know, I was just, uh, you know, I was just checking, make sure Cole was good. And then he's like, yeah, well, when I came out of the dugout, I was, you know, I was, uh, you know, just ready, ready to take him out. I felt like Trevino gave us the best opportunity to get out of the inning. So he's like, he's like giving multiple, I forget exactly. There was, there was one quote we had that slipped in my mind um, where he, he, wanted to make sure Cole wasn't injured or something. But it's like if you if you wanted to make sure he wasn't injured and he said he was good, then why would you take him out of the game? No, they're going to use that excuse. They're trying to use the, the Nestor excuse with Cole. I what guess. was that? <laughs> well, no, because it was like yesterday he, he went in there to take Nestor out, and it was because of a groin injury apparently. He's like, oh, it's been nagging him since the beginning of the playoffs. Like, oh, it has. Like, nobody, nobody's fucking known about it. He looked great the other day on you know on short rest. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. And all of a sudden, I mean, there were talking if velocity was down. I'm sure, I'm sure, something was up. But I mean, it just felt like an excuse. It felt just like another excuse. It felt like a cop out. Like, all right, well, shouldn't have been out here. So now we got to use the injury as an excuse. Yeah. It does. And Cole, feel- Cole said. And Cole said after game three, he was like, "I was not ready to come out." course not i mean i mean to think trevino gives you a better chance to get out of ending that then your fucking ace is ludicrous roger clemens giving the ball to aaron boone randy johnson in his prime are coming out to greg maddox and telling him that trevino is coming in for him fucking joke man (laughs) trevino and don't you feel like the astros were more than content to kind of punt one of these games. I don't, I don't know. I thought we. I think we were content to punt each of each of them. So I don't know. We punt. We outpunted them. I guess. I feel like so they were they pushed McCullers back. They used some sort of champagne excuse. He got hit with a cork in the champagne celebration. Yeah, which felt yeah. very fake. Yeah. Um, I think they were they were like, all right, we're going up against Cole, who's been hot. Let's not throw McCullers. Let's put him on the shelf for game four, try and win that one. Let's throw Javier, who's – I mean, 
Shit. The Yankees would give anything to have a – have the Yankees produced a Christian Javier? <laughs> no. No. I kind of thought that was – I wasn't sure. Punt it. Punt it. I don't know. I mean, Javier was the, was the guy in the mound with the no-hitter earlier in the year. He was the guy who started that game. It just felt like they didn't announce the game three starter until the first two games were over. So I think being up 2-0, they were like, let's throw Javier. I think if it was 1-1, they would have thrown McCullers. Yeah, I don't – well, maybe, maybe. Honestly, I don't. I don't see pitching Javier as like a step back from a. Maybe it's just because our offense sucks, but I don't see. It well, as I a think step Javier back. doesn't give you as much length as McCullers. No, yeah, he's, he's not. He doesn't have. Yeah. He doesn't have the post uh, postseason pedigree that McCullers true, does. True. So I feel true. like McCullers would have pitched. I don't know. Just a uh, conspiracy hat on. I just thought McCullers would have pitched. You might game be right. Three, if it was tied one one, and then last right. night's game, I think once they go down three nothing. Dusty's more than content. Not not that they're not going to try and come back, but Dusty's more than content just using like his shit relievers the rest of that game. And just all right, McCullers will pitch five innings, and then we'll just go to whoever that dude was that they brought in in Game Three. The only time the Yankees had a rally, the guy who couldn't throw a strike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. We'll just we'll just throw that guy, and we'll throw uh, you know Jose Urquidy or something. Who the Yankees? They he could probably make a postseason start for the Yankees too. Yeah, like, I, I, I think Dusty, like Dusty, wasn't going to use Presley and Abreu yeah. and Mon- like he wasn't going to use those guys. But then you know, Yankees let him right back in the game. Jeremy Pena three run homer, and then obviously uh, when they went ahead for good in the seventh, Dusty's like, all right, hey guys are coming in now. Game yeah, over. Let's finish it off. Yeah, step on their throats. Yeah, so I, I think he would have been more than content to just use the back end of his rotation and be like, all right, we got Verlander tomorrow with uh, our guys locked and loaded and rested. Hmm. I could be wrong. We'll never know. No, uh, we couldn't. They, they, tr- they may have tried to give us one, and we wouldn't take it. Yeah. Can't look a gift horse in the mouth. Does it feel a little bit different just – the other day, uh, Boone was on with Kay, and like Boone was like frustrated and kind of shot back at Kay. You're and ridiculous, he said, or you're unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, and it wasn't, you know, I know whatever, you're in the, in the midst of a playoff battle and stuff, but I don't remember there being like a little bit of heat between those two because it's always kind of like, you know, yes. And he does 40. a weekly spot, right? It's a weekly I spot. I think so, yeah. On his radio. So. Um, and then like, K went all in today. We saw, I know, I know we saw the, the transcript of his show. K went mm-hmm. all in today. Hal Cashman naming names. Does it, with, I don't think the, I don't think that the, the media machine around, yes, has ever spoken up like that before. You know, they kind of, they'll tiptoe a little bit. But that feels a little different. And then and on top of like Boone's frustration with it, that's different too. Like that's just something we have not seen in this Boone era is this kind of. Uh, well, what was Kay pressing him about? Uh, he was a, a carpenter. He's like, how do you put carpenter in there? You know, after yeah. not playing for months in Toronto against the Cy Young winner. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, he's a good hitter. Like, if you don't think. If you don't think putting a good hitter like Matt Carpenter out there is a, a good idea, then you're unbelievable or something like that. Like, well, he didn't look like a great hitter. Uh, he hasn't. He oh, won- and then Kay like 
pressed him on it a little bit. Yeah, I don't think it was an unfair question from no, Kay. No, we were all we were all thinking it. We were all thinking it, man. You know, we all, we talked about it. We then we saw it in action. So that that could also be Boone, just you know. Yeah, he's I want- frustrated having to answer because you know he's not making these decisions by himself. I think he's part of the discussion. He's just he's the front man. He's the he's the whipping boy. Just he's out there as basically a uh, he's a bull. He's Cashman's bulletproof vest. Yep, yep. Well, that and injuries and roofs and shit like that. Bad calls, whatever. All that right. shit. All that shit is kryptonite. Yeah, and uh, oh, Justin Fields. All right. Nice well, kid. we got to take well, a yeah. quick, we got to take a break real quick, and we'll be back with. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think we're done. I'm not sure we're done yet. This is a little bit more. Five, ten minutes. <laughs> All right. Fun fact time. Ready? Ready oh, yeah. for this? Yeah. You wanna take a uh, you wanna take a crack at what Aaron Boone's record in Yankee Stadium. I, I preference Yankee Stadium because they technically did play home games in COVID, but I'm not counting those. Okay. Aaron Boone's record in Yankee Stadium playoff games. Okay. Um, two, three, so four seasons. Five. Well, yeah, not, I mean, 2020 doesn't count. Right, not including COVID. And 2021 was a, not a real playoff appearance. Oh, right. So three seasons, <laughs> uh, two and no, can't be two. Uh, three and seven. What well, I don't know. I have no idea. I can't do the math. No, you didn't give him quite enough credit. It's six and seven. Okay. He's un- <laughs> he's under five hundred. Yeah. And just to, just to put this just to put this in 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 context for you. Mm-hmm. So Boone has been here five years. Obviously, they made the playoffs all five years, which is mm-hmm. what his apologist will, will tell you. 100 wins, 99, you know, all that. Aaron Boone has won six home playoff games. Girardi's final year in 2017, he won six just in that playoff run alone. Jesus Christ. You know – I was thinking of. I was thinking that, about. Oh, that, oh, that's a fucking knife in the liver, right there. It's a that's depressing. A, yeah, Jesus it's a depressing. Yeah. Fun fact, maybe been whatever the opposite of a fun fact was. That's what that was. Yeah, no, I was. <laughs> we, we need to come up with a different term. Kick of the nuts fact. Yes. <laughs> um, suicidal fact. Yeah, you know, yeah. You want a fact that will make you want to throw your guts up all over your floor? There it is. Jesus. Uh, all you need to do is ask yourself this, all right? And I was I was thinking about this over the weekend, and just just during this playoff run alone, just watching the team, watching Boone, you know, the whole overall vibe. If Aaron Boone got fired tomorrow, forget about what the guys would say publicly. Guys are gonna say the right thing publicly, right? The judges, the Rizzo's, and all these guys. Mm-hmm. But like off the record, these guys when they're like home having dinner with their wives, you know, uncensored, unfiltered, 
are is one player on that team like man fucking we let booney down man can't believe he lost his job because of us like we <laughs> no i don't think i don't believe that he or has... they just like passed the salt <laughs> i don't i don't think he has like any to me he's like a middle management guy he's like he's just this blah guy that comes into the office and like has his coffee spills some on his shirt you know smell like, smells like farts and, and, he's, and he's just like oh all right I, you know pull up an excel boone's coming by like look like you're yeah. doing your job like, it, like you know i hate i mean this i know it's like a lazy thing to do we do it all the time but like tory had like respect to the guys i know they won whatever it's different but i mean those yeah. guys liked them and and, you know, we knew like Girardi in Philly lost that locker room and they had to get rid of him. The dugout, they, yeah, and they, had, they had to get rid of him to make this run. And it's not, I mean, it's not on Girardi. I mean, maybe it is a little bit for not being a little flexible, but that's who he is, right? So it's not on him completely, uh, except for the fact that he just didn't, wasn't a right fit for that team. He, he, they hired the guy, they know what they're getting out of him, right? Um, Whereas, like, I think I think Girardi had some respect in that dugout when he was there. You know, he was hard on Sanchez and got some results out of him. I think Didi and him got along. You know, there was like Gardner was on that team, and yeah. you know, he had that. That was kind of like a a little bit of a bridge. Um, just like, you know, Gardner went far back with the team, not as far back as Girardi, but you know, it was just kind of like a bridge between eras, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was just a little bit more. It just you you knew those guys at least had some respect and showed up for him. And you knew when they came when Girardi fucked up that call, where he fucked up it didn't Cleveland. Cleveland, where he didn't make uh, or he didn't do the um didn't throw challenge. Thank you. <laughs> Finished my sentences for me. Like they legitimately rallied to win that series for him. Legitimately, I mean they stepped. Todd up. Frazier said it in a post game. Interview yeah. after game five, I think, in Cleveland. So, yeah. So, I mean, I don't think anybody has that feeling for Boone. I think, I, just what I said, he's just he is a fucking vanilla uh, paper pusher. The guy's a fucking paper pusher. I view Boone, I, when I see um, Boone talking to, like, Cole in the dugout or Rizzo or whatever, like, it seems like, you know, they have a good relationship and whatnot. I view Boone as kind of like – you're 17, 18, and like somebody's like older brother can get you booze. So you kind of like keep you kind of like keep that guy around because he's useful for something. So, but then as soon as like you're 21, or as soon as you make, if, as soon as you become friends with like if someone else comes around that's like cooler that can get you bare, like you forget all about that guy. Yeah. So I feel like if yeah. Boone just, if Boone got replaced, like I don't think anyone in that dugout would care. So I know I know it's my bias, but when I see Boone talking to any of the players that you just mentioned, I just imagine they're rolling their eyes like in their mind. Like I imagine like he's talking to Rizzo, we're just like this fucking guy has no idea. He's not half the player. He was not half the player he was. He's not half doesn't have half the baseball mind that I do. Why the fuck is he talking to me? Just keep moving. All right. It's like I'm pretending to talk to you because there's cameras on. Pretend that I'm interested in what you're saying because there's cameras on. But I'm gonna I'm not listening to a word you're saying. Uh, get the fuck out. I, I just 
you know, maybe he's a nice guy, but um, useless, just useless, and no, nothing to offer. I think it's just them like trying to almost like put in the put in the work, like getting like not getting not like teacher's pet shit, but just be like make sure you're on the good side with the manager, make sure yeah. there's some dialogue there. Well, for what though? For what? Because you're gonna be batting first today, you're gonna be batting seventh tomorrow, you're gonna be on the bench the next day, you're gonna be in, you're gonna be out of position the next like the, the next day. And then you're gonna then you're gonna be you're gonna go zero for five, and you're like, well, if they only the players only lived up to their expectations of what was on their baseball card. You know, I could be a good manager. There's none of that shit with the Houston Astros, man. They fucking just love Dusty. Dusty does his, does the job of what a manager is expected to do. The game of baseball for the last 150 fucking years puts out the best lineup he can think of consistently. You know, of course, there's platoons and shit like that. Yeah, one through six always the same though. And I'm not saying it has to be like that. You can mix up like the second. It doesn't matter. Like if if it's you if you want to put a a lefty in the two hole against a righty and a righty in the two hole against the lefty for whatever reason you want to flip flop, and then one day you have, I don't know, just argument's sake, you know, you want to have like Rizzo in the two hole against a a righty, but you want to have him batting fourth against whatever whatever reason. Like you know, you mix up a little bit. I get that. But there, but you don't have, but it's every game of something different. So uh, that's not even the point I was trying to make. The point I was trying to make was you, you, you certainly won yesterday. I know you were at the game, but everything was about Dusty after. And I know Dusty has been around a long time. They've won a ring, but everything is about Dusty after that. They all love the guy. Uh, great baseball guy, great baseball mind, great baseball coach, just great for the game um, in general. Boone brings none of that. He's not even the best boom. He's not even the third best boom. Maybe he's the third best boom. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, I mean, Brett cheated, but he was still better. He's a scumbag. Yeah, he was better. Bob Boone. Bob, Bob Boone. How many championships Bur- did Bob have? Bob Boone won with the. None as a manager. I can was guarantee the, you that. Was he in the big red machine, Boone? Bob Boone? Oof. And then there's a Ray Boone too. I I don't even know who might be batting cleanup in this case, in terms of the best Boone. I heard. Uh, oh no, he's a Philly. My bad. Not a Bob Boone. He was. Oh yeah, he wasn't even a Red. He was the manager of the Reds and the Royals. He's one of the worst managers ever. Yeah. No, not very good. Historically. He won a World Series. Well, that's because all the roofs. Phillies. That's because all the roofs were open back yeah. when he was there. Was no domes. That's why. Because you know, he got booed. I heard during they don't show the intros anymore. They used to, but Game Three, uh, you know, the, they do the intros on the uh, ball base. Oh no, that, the, that was on, on TV. The, yeah, I heard. It. Oh, it was on TV. Oh, I don't know if I didn't see Boone. They booed Donaldson though, and maybe yeah. they, maybe they did hear Boone. I think I, I think I did hear them both. But yeah, they booed him both. <laughs> yeah, and that I mean Donaldson is just an example of they they just played him because he's making he's got the third highest salary on the team, right? That's all it comes down to is why he That's kept playing. No reason to play anybody. There's no reason to play anybody. The guy couldn't hit a fastball for his fucking life the the last month of the season. And that was in October. The guy could not catch up to heat. 
his fucking mm. life depended on it, or if his job depended on it, or if the Yankee season depended on it. He couldn't fucking catch up to a fucking heat heater for shit. He was atrocious. He was, in a, he was terrible. And then he's like taking pitches, arguing. I say, like, fucking sit down. You're going to strike out. If you swung, you're going to strike out. The guy's yeah. doing you a fucking favor. All right. <laughs> Get back to the fucking dugout. Take that jersey off. You don't deserve to wear it. But then again, who does? Who does deserve to wear it in this day and age? I think the most the frustrating thing about the Yankees is there were listen, I don't know if there's anything they could have done that would have made them better than Houston, but there were red flags throughout the season. And yeah. they basically they failed to address any of them other than Gallo, other than trading for Ben Attendi, um, which obviously didn't work out because he got hurt. But other than that, they kind of basically, you know, you know, the fans, everyone, everyone with eyes and a brain was telling you that it was a snowstorm outside and the Yankees tell you it's 85 and sunny. Mm-hmm. Like IKF defense at shortstop was an issue from the opening series on. Yeah. Yep. And this kid Peraza was having a huge year in the minor leagues. They could have. They could have brought Peraza up, made him the shortstop, and moved IKF to third and bench Donaldson. Yeah, I'm sick of the not ready shit. You and there was rumors that. that they tried to move Donaldson at the deadline, which I don't see how that would have been possible. Like, how are you trading that yeah. salary? Yeah. What kind of a fucking moronic general manager would trade for that salary? <laughs> <laughs> The Twins want to send Sanchez back? What are you going to do? Yeah, the Twins finally beat us. Congratulations. We finally got one mm-hmm. on us. Um, yeah, but I mean, listen, Peraza coming up in uh, in June or July and being the shortstop and IKF moving to third, we, uh, you know, we, I'd say we probably still don't beat the Astros. <laughs> but, like, it was something that needed to be addressed. J- Donaldson needed to be addressed. He was washed. IKF's defense needed to be addressed. Hicks needed to be addressed, yeah. but they kept forcing him down your throat. It's to the point where Oswaldo Cabrera had to be an assassin and go take him out. It it's the it's the job of the general manager and the manager on two different you know levels to yes. put the team in the best position possible to win games. Now it's a it's a it's a total misuse of power if you see these issues with your team and don't address them and don't build around them you see, you know and, and you have a 99 win team and but you you know instead of saying like it's 85 and sunny like you said you don't look at little things to try and prove now look Bader was a win that was that was something that we did not think was a good move ourselves like we wonder why the fuck they would trade that arm yeah, he's got some stones. He's he's the center fielder going forward. It turned out Bader Bader worked. It turned out the pitching staff was okay. Um, I mean, Severino looked really good uh, when he was out there. We did not think he was going to pitch that well. Uh, you know, that that ended up being a win because Bader was playing. Hicks was kind of forced out. I mean, other than because of injuries, he was in there, but um, that was a win. How, but but you know, oh, right. hanging on, hanging on to Marwin for as long as they did. Yeah, for what reason? Like, what are you trying to prove? Like, when it 
sometimes you got to just, it's shit or get off the pot. Like, just just do it. Just rip it off, man. Like a fucking Band-Aid. Just rip it off and move on. Because why, what are you holding on to these things, these guys for? I mean, Marwin, why? Chapman, Chapman had to no-show a mandatory workout for them to finally cut ties with them. Yeah. Yeah, and then and and act with some fucking conviction. That's what bothers me the most is they don't act with any conviction. It's just like we'll try this out <sighs> for a couple of days. It doesn't work. We're we're giving up on it. And I get like, yeah, you have to. You have like Marwin. That's a guy who's established. Like, all right, he's not going to work out. Like, see you later. Yeah, you know, no, nobody. We're we're the nobody is worse than the Yankees in terms of not putting guys in the best position to succeed. And 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 Boone never does it. Boone never no. does it. He never makes a game better. If he puts his hands on the like he'll 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 do stuff like like the Nestor game in the Cleveland series, manage that, you know, in a certain way. But that was by Because the that that was managed before the game started, though. And it, and every move worked. Right. So and it's right, exactly. It was a script. And and that's like what they look at and like, oh well look, it worked that time, so it should work next time too. But that's not how the game that's not how any sport works. Right. They try and manage the games before they're played, and you especially can't do baseball like that because you yeah. just can't can't predict baseball. So you yeah. can't you can't predict, you know, uh Nestor Cortez coming out with a groin injury in the third inning or you know. Can't there's just little things throughout a game that you just can't predict, and you have to be able to think fast and make a decision. And Boone just Boone just isn't capable of doing that. It is. I just wish they had some. I just wish it would act and say, "This is what we're doing. We're sticking with it." You know, that's the You know, it, but it, then the things they do act, you know, with conviction about, like IKF, right? They just kept running them good, out there at short. That's a good point. Yeah. IKF, Hicks, Donaldson, all this stuff. Right, the, but, it, the, but then right. game three, game three of the ALDS, it's like IKF's on the bench. It's like <laughs> you chose, you chose until the biggest game of the season, yeah. to finally address this. Yeah, it's bizarre. It is a bizarre way to run a team, man. It, 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 I don't know. It's amazing that they make the playoffs every year. They don't, they don't fuck, somehow fuck it up, and just they, they don't get in their own way. On the way to the playoffs, it's a good thing every team makes the playoffs. Otherwise, they might not make it. Like I would, uh, this is a division winning. This is a division winning team. It's not like they snuck yeah. in the playoffs. You won the fucking division. Yeah, I had ninety nine wins, and I would love to just ask, like Boone at this uh, at a press conference, like what did Peraza do to deserve to go like back to the, well, why? Why is he back? On the bench after game two, he he made two unbelievable plays that IKF would have never made. Yeah, and they didn't even go back to IKF in uh, in game three. They went to the other Oswald. Oh, yeah, Cabrera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and they didn't even, they didn't even put our they didn't put our best offensive shortstop in IKF. They didn't put our best defensive shortstop in in Peraza. Mm-hmm. They went with Oswaldo Cabrera. So good news is we have like we have a bunch of Ben Zobers. We have Oswaldo Cabrera. We have Volpe coming up. We have yes. Peraza. So now nobody's gonna have a fucking position. It's just gonna be bouncing them around every game. All right, you know you stick. You're gonna have Stan at DH. You're gonna have somebody playing catcher, and then everybody else is gonna be DJ is gonna be a different position. Peraza is gonna be short, second, third. 
You know, it's just going to be mixing and matching for whatever reason. You're not going to have a fucking shortstop. You're not going to have a fucking second baseman. You're not going to have a left fielder. It's just going to be everybody shifting around, juking around all the time because it's, it's instead of having players play position, they want these. And look, I, I love Cabrera, but I mean, just keep him in left field or, or keep him at short or keep him somewhere. Just keep him someplace. So everywhere else, there's some stability. and You're not coming to the ballpark guessing. The, the decision the making, the decision making before the games even started were maddening. Yeah. Like the lineup changes were wow. like, how did this team like I, I texted you on Saturday when the when the lineup came out and Carpenter was hitting fifth and Oz, uh Peraza and IKF, neither of them were playing. And I was just like, imagine being a just a baseball fan in a different city. Right, but you're a big baseball fan. You want to watch the playoffs, and you're watching this ALCS closely. You're watching every game, and you see these first three lineups each game. Like I, we, what are you thinking? You're like, huh? what the fuck? Uh, like it's so they're so different each lineup. A different leadoff hitter every time. Different shortstop. Rizzo's leading off one day, then he's back cleanup. Like, I, these are just, these are things like you tinker with in April and May. Mm-hmm. Why are you still looking? Why are you still trying to? You still don't have an identity, and it's October twenty second. Yeah. yeah, which goes back to my original point, man. They're fucking laughing stock. Yeah. Look. The only way that this works eventually. This is, sh- this is shocking. The Bears are just kicking the shit out of New England. Well, I should have put everything I had on the Bears. Because <laughs> um, Howe's not, go- How not going anywhere. He's he's there. He's just, he's not selling the team. So that, that dream just ended right there. Cashman, there are parameters apparently. Right? He's not going to open up the books. He's not going to say, okay, now we're going to, you know, go spend X amount of dollars, bring us a championship. He's not going to say, go out and get all the guys you need to bring us a championship like 09. He's not going to do that. No. But if Cashman can't win with the parameters that House sets, why the fuck is he the GM? Okay, well, I'm sick of blaming. Like, if that's what the owner says to do. That's what the owner says to do. I don't like how. You don't like how. He's, no. we, we know he's got his problems. He's not going anywhere. So if you're gonna have these parameters, and your guy can't win with them, then why is he still there? And that comes down to—I think that comes down to the fact that they are not an organization that gives a fuck about winning anymore. They're an organization that cares about the bottom line, and that's what—that's all they're there for. They're a cash machine for how. That's all it is. I think yeah. that's what it comes down to. Because if because any other team, if you're telling me that this is what you have, and I know like the Brewers. And like, I know the these teams are Reds and Marlins are gonna have different expectations. Mm. But you're not the, you're not the Brewers, you're not the Reds. You're the New York Yankees. Historically, owning decades. Historically, finding ways to not have these long droughts. Not even like winning championships. Not even even go to the championship anymore. I know it's different. I know there's more rounds, all that kind of bullshit. But please. Look at the Astros, right? We talk about the Astros. Oh, yeah. Look at them. Look what they're able to do. Okay. It's not like it's out of the realm of the possi- of possibility to find a way back 
and be a favorite too. I mean, the Astros for years have been like an AL favorite coming into the season, coming into the playoffs. It's not like it's not like they always have home field. Yeah, yeah. It's not like they're. It's not like they're uh, sneaking in or kind of in because they're because two teams in their division crapped out. Right, the Rays took a step back. The Blue Jays did not take a step up like we expected. Right, but I expected. Um, they just they just go out and very quietly get a hundred and something wins, dominate, the best team in the AL, and come in as favorites. But so I don't have to say it's not it's it's not out of the realm possibility that you are that you as a New York Yankees with similar resources as the Houston Astros can do that. And if your guy can't do it, he's got to go. And Cashman can't do it. Yeah, but I think the thing that everybody needs to realize is Cashman runs the Yankees. Like, when Joe Girardi got fired, that was Cashman's fault. Yeah. That wasn't Hal. You think Hal called up Brian Cashman and told him to fire Girardi? No. Yeah. No. So if Brian Cashman has nobody to answer to, like, how does he lose his job? He he doesn't. It's, it's. I really think Cashman leaves when he wants to. This is dangerous, dangerous game to play. He may decide. I could see him deciding to leave and going. You know, he'd get another job in five minutes. Of course, Somebody yeah, would yeah. hire him. Take him, please. Get him. You and probably win a championship with them too, just because yeah. of how fucking life is. <laughs> uh, so I think Cashman, if he's got nobody to answer to, it, he can't lose his job. I do not think it's in order for Boone to lose his job. I mean, I re- I really don't know because Cashman's stubborn. Cashman is the guy who brought him in. They're kind of hitched together. Uh, yeah, so I mean, this is what you're just gonna you're gonna end up with these guys for another few years, at least, at least yep. another few years. Yeah, um, we, we had the same conversation last October. It's a rerun. This is yeah, this is Sunday porn syndication. This is we'll see you. Same. We'll see you next year. Same yeah. time, same fucking time. Same time. Unless same unless Judge doesn't resign. Then we will be here earlier. Early October. <laughs> I, I I can't wait for when like like when it's all said and done. The the Boone era, we'll, we'll say, or Judge era, there are going to be things that leak mm-hmm. about this manager that are he's. Not, I don't think he's going to be able to come back Good. to the stadium. I he shouldn't. He he's not welcome. He's not welcome to come back to the stadium. This is why I never wanted. I think we've talked about that before, but this is why I never wanted Mattingly to sign. No, yeah, I never wanted Mattingly. I couldn't. I, I couldn't hate Mattingly like this. And manager, know. and a manager is almost. He, a manager is made to be hated at times, like always. Yeah. Yep. It's impossible not to get mad at your manager. Impossible. Yeah. We got mad at Tory. Got mad at Girardi. Yeah. Got mad of at Buck when you know back then. I got mad at all the Yankee managers. But yeah. At some point. So that's why, yeah, you can't. I'm, yeah, it would ruin the. <laughs> there's relation. a there's a clip in the 1996 tape of the championship 
and it is the game in Atlanta that Pettit started. Yep. And he left Pettit in the hit for himself. Oh, yeah. And the, there's a clip of a Yankee fan in the crowd just going, Joe Torrey, what are you doing? And Pettit like hit a scorcher to the chipper, right? But uh, you know, got, it was, I think I think it was there's men on, and I think Chipper stepped on and stepped on third or dove to third, and yeah, that was the end of the inning. But then Pettit came out. You know, it worked out because they won the game. Obviously, they won this fucking series. But I mean, I guess ended up ended up pulling them though in the ninth. Yeah, that, but that's but that's like a move like didn't didn't really work out in that moment because it would have worked out if that hit actually went down the line. <laughs> I'm like amazing, but it's like shows you like in that moment that guy was like, "What the fuck is going on here? It doesn't make any sense." But now Tori's legendary for it, you know, amongst other. Yeah. Things. So. Yeah, I didn't. I remember not liking that decision. And I'll tell you what else he did that same game. He uh, so the reason Pettit got pulled in the ninth was because he gave up a leadoff double to uh, Chipper. Mm-hmm. And I think Fred McGriff moved them over with a ground ball. So, man on third, one out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they brought in Wetland. And I forgot Wetland, got, whoever got him out. But Torrey put the uh, – after that, I forget who he, who he intentionally walked, but he put the winning run on first base, which mm-hmm. is like, for me, I don't like ever putting the winning run on first base unless, unless, the, unless the matchup – Unless the matchup really favors it, unless it's bombs or yeah, yeah, right, big big time hitter. I don't think it was though. I feel like it was like Ryan Klesko, (laughs) if I had to guess. Yeah, Um, but I mean, you want to talk about history being different and being game of inches? That ball that Polonia smoked in the gap, yeah, that's a game. That's a game winner (laughs) because Tory. And think about, I mean, he's getting hammered after the game for for the intentional war. Yeah. Thank God, Jose Cardinal moved over Polonia. Okay. Yes. It was actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. I mean, come on, Matt Blake would be all. I'm sure Matt Blake's all over that <sighs> these days. <laughs> um. Oh, well, yeah. Just, just, just to pain. show you, just to show you how like managers and like are made to be hated. I, that move 26 years later. Yeah, still sticks with me, and it's a, <laughs> and it's a move that worked out. Yeah, it's a move that ended up being just a a notch on the. But belt. I still remember in the moment being like, oh, "I hate putting the winning run on base. <laughs> I hate that." Uh, oh, that was fun. I don't feel any. I don't feel any better. Do you? No, 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 no. I got I got most of mine out last night. Um, so I'm a little more reserved now. Voice is a little shot, but uh, was that your? Have you ever been to an elimination game before? No, all the playoff games I've ever been to. Uh, oh man, a pick by the Bears. Bears are pouring it on. Uh, all the playoff games I had been to up until this year were game ones. Okay. Okay. ALCS. Uh, yeah, ALC, I went 99 ALCS game one, 09 ALCS game one. The Jeter game was game one where he broke his ankle. Mm-hmm. 
So this is the first time I've ever been to uh, yeah anything like a elimination game. This uh, Bears just picked off Bailey Zappi. There's something going on here because Patriots got to a slow start. The crowd was already nipping for Bailey. Like after two or three possessions, mm-hmm. before they brought, I think they were chanting his name when he came in and stuff. And it's like, you're not gonna tell me these fucking mass holes are smarter than Bill Belichick. The guy knows what he's doing. Uh, so I feel like it's just like a fuck you to these fans who thought like, well, we don't need our starting quarterback because we have Bailey Zappi who hasn't, you know, was, was two and zero, but hasn't really beaten anybody of note, right? Hey, you got two quarterbacks, you got none, right? Yeah, it's uh, after the after Bailey Zappi. They said that in the broadcast. I forget. I don't know if it was Buck. I wish I remember if it was Buck or Aikman. But I was like, they tell you if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. Well, they might have two quarterbacks. Well, I don't think so. No. <laughs> 33 <laughs> to 14. No, I sing a different tune now, fellas. Fucking bears. <laughs> so, yeah. Bailey Zappy. Yeah, something going on. This, this is an F you to everybody who wanted the guy, wanted the backup to keep playing when their starter was healthy. Hey, it's like his name. Yeah, yeah. They forget they loved Mac Jones last year. I don't know why. All of a sudden, they Mac I'm, there, I'm there booing him. But there you go. This is a couple of three. Speaking and of four, game, speaking of speaking of game one, four, I would three and four teams here. Yeah, absolutely. Bears are back in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of game one, I did. I would have had uh, game one World Series tickets. But those are only those are only reserved for the Brock, not Houston. Oh well, which is why I went last night. That was the main reason. We, me and Mikey Casino were rooting for a rain out. Like before we got, once we were on the train, like all right, let's go. But like around three o'clock, I'm on my couch watching football. I'm like, I would not mind a just <laughs> uh, <laughs> a, a rain out right now. Monster. But yeah. we had, I mean, we had to keep going. Gave the kid a verbal commit. The whole reason I got a ticket to the last round was because of the rain out Thursday night, afternoon Friday game, and like five of this guy's coworkers bailed on him, and he right. fronted all the money for the tickets. Oh, so like oh. I shot, uh, I shot to the top dude. I had the guy had four. He had eight tickets for last night and the game before. He only had four tickets. He had um four tickets for every World Series game. And I was I was in line for game one. That's how far up the list I shot because wow. he's I don't know Indi- he's Indian and Indians really value loyalty. Okay, I guess all right. He was, that's Mikey Casino's words. The Indian part. I threw the Indian part in, but I think Indians. The commanders. He's a commander. No, 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 commanders. It's a guardian. Yeah. Guardian. It's a guardian thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, not that. Not Native American. The other, uh, like Middle know. Eastern. Oh, you could say that. Then I think Middle East, right? Isn't that like a big thing? Loyalty. Sure. They always want to please good their parents everything. or something. Yeah, good for everything. Anyway, it's good because you were concerned that you kind of made an ass out of yourself. So it goes to show you that. No, apparently I hit a home yeah, run. Yeah. You did all right. Nicely done. Um, just be yourself. That's my advice. Just be yeah. 
And he got like he got like the playoff version of me, which is like a lot different than regular yeah. season. Regular season, yeah. I'll make some noise, but it's like pretty reserved. Like, yeah, you know, two strikes up clapping. Mm-hmm. Playoffs is like losing your voice, a lot of colorful language. No, no, it's a new, yeah. You gotta bring it. It's a, yeah. don't take it, don't take it for granted because you might not be back here next year. Right. And that's the worst part. Like, I got a fucking hook up with World Series tickets and we're never going back. Took me 36 years to find a guy with World Series tickets and uh, we're not going back ever. Well, that, now I know if, my, if Casino ever invites me to a game to, to say yes, just go. Just, yeah. yeah. Don't think about it. Don't think twice about it. Because yes. you might shoot up to a World Series ticket list, which is invaluable. Yes. Yeah, also has Nick season tickets. And 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 NYC FC. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The oh. guy does the guy does all right, apparently. Showed up with listen for this, vacuum sealed martinis. Oh, okay. So we could sneak them into the stadium. Smart. Olives too? No, it was like in a pouch. Yeah, that was like, <laughs> put the olives in there. <laughs> no, no, Chop. no olives. Okay. Uh gin. Nice. <laughs> so uh I, I got about three hours of sleep last night, and my whole day has basically consisted of smelling gin oh, yeah. on my breath. Oh yeah. I mean, I got home so late last night, the garbage had already been picked up. Oh <laughs> <laughs> it was between three and four a.m. Wow, those uh, are pretty early garbage, guys. Did you take the pails in? Yeah. Nice. Well, good. cycling was still out there, but uh, yeah, it was a late. It was a uh, it was a late night, and then you know, the rain delay, mm. the rain delay made the drinking a little get a little out of hand. Which I guess was the only way to go out. You got to go out on your sword. Um, but we went to the bar and we drank. I mean, a lot of PBRs. That's the... it's, 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 it's eight guys, so it's like every guy has to buy a round. So that's eight tall boys oh right there. God. Yeah. It was a lot of drinking. Oh. <laughs> there was a lot of drinking. Guy yeah. brought a bottle of Fireball on the train. Like, oh. It's just finance guys, man. Yeah. There's one kid that got on in like Stanford, I think. Yeah. Gotta catch up. Not not even that, but like like straight out of college. Oh working okay. there. Yeah. Like real like quiet, like soft spoken kid. Uh-huh. And all I could all I could think of is because 90% of my financial knowledge is from the Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Is like Leo when he when he's sitting there with McConaughey. Yeah. Like and yep. he's very timid and like drinking at 11 a.m. <laughs> like he was that and I'm like six months from now, this kid's gonna be doing blow out of a hooker's, you know, asshole with a straw. Yeah, Thursday. Like, this morning. kid's gonna be this kid's gonna be completely different. Like <laughs> next playoff run, I can't wait. This kid's gonna be <laughs> fucking loud and abrasive and just fucking eating goldfish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. Well, at one point, we were watching the Dolphins game on an iPhone. I think we watched the final defensive stand. Okay, all right. Um, that was it. It was a. It was a. Uh, it was you a want? Blur. 
Do you want to come back and talk football for 15 minutes or I just call it and call it a week? You're call. You're the one who's on three hours sleep. Although I didn't get much sleep last night either because I stayed up. To, I stayed up like an idiot to watch like the post game. Oh, I watched the post game for game three because I wanted uh, to see if they hammered them. But uh, yeah, um, I could do 15 on football even though I didn't really watch much. All right, we'll be back. Okay, we'll do a few minutes of football because it is Monday. And, uh, we don't have to be this depressing schmoes for the entire time, right? No, no. Football. football. Um, let's see. All right, what do you think? What What to you? What's big story? First of all, it, you, I went two and one. You're going to go uh, one and two. One and two. I guess we will be depressing. Sorry about that. Uh, I forgot you had this game. Um, Wait, what game did you lose? I fucking lost Atlanta. You you made me change my mind on the show unintentionally because you told me that Atlanta didn't beat the spread. I was like, ah. Oh, I thought you took the Bengals. I was going to, and I changed my mind at the last second. All right. Good job by you. Thought you went three and out. Defense wins championships. Yeah, no, that was fucking brilliant. I didn't even realize what I was doing. How brilliant it was. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Big. All right, let me let me pull up the box scores and see. I'll give you my lead story. Let's see. Kansas City rolling. Giants. Giants and yeah. Giants again. Um, Brady getting his ass kicked by Carolina. Oh, I think the lead story should be, or stories should be, like, are we ready to call – the Bucks and the Packers just like bad. They just bad teams that aren't going to fire this year. The Bucks have a little bit of an advantage because the division's so bad that yeah, eight wins might win it. Um, but are they just going to be a bad team? Maybe I've never seen two quarterbacks. We've seen a lot of quarterbacks leave, like leave and kind of get old and stuff. But I don't think I've ever seen two quarterbacks or one quarterback that's been so miserable. Like these two guys are just fucking miserable. Just didn't even look happy to be playing. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's because they're losing or, or yeah, what. Yeah, that's definitely I mean, part of it. But, I mean, I, I've never seen quarterback look this angry. There's two of them. It's crazy to me. Um, I'm ready I'm ready to say it for – well, how do I say Green Bay is weird because they still have – they still have players. You figure they got to fig- like, just got to figure out how to make it work. And ta- I don't know. Tampa's – I don't know. There's, there's something something is just off with those teams. I don't know if they're bad though. Something's definitely off though. I I strangely maybe this is because of the NFC South. I give Tampa a better chance to turn it around than Green Bay. Green Bay just looks like they're a bad team. They've lost, and I know the Giants and Jets are having good years, mm-hmm. but they lost to they lost in London to the Giants. Big lead, blew it. Mm-hmm. Got worked by the Jets, mm-hmm. spanked. Yep, and lost to the Commanders, where Heineke gave you a pick six in the first quarter. They were up in that game. They were, weren't they up in this game like fourteen three? Like it looked like. 
yeah, they're up 14-3 in this game after that pick six. And you're like, all right, Green Bay's might not be that good, but, I mean, we're talking about Washington here. Yeah. And they go on and just got smoked the rest of the game. Yep. Spanked. Dominated by the Washington Commanders. So that was like the Giants and Jets, I could kind of say those are like forgivable losses because those teams might be good. But, I mean, the Washington one. Now, yeah. You know, they're playing Sunday night now, Green Bay, in Buffalo. <laughs> they, got, they, got, they, they got outrushed by 130 yards from the Commanders as a team. Like 38 yards rushing, and you have Jones and Dillon. And yeah, LaFleur, the bloom may be starting to come off the mat. LaFleur, Mike LaFleur, whatever the fuck his name is. I think the, <laughs> the bloom's coming. He, he, thir- he won 13 uh, games in, in the, his first three seasons. Yeah, he's the Aaron Boone of the NFL. Good job. Yes. <laughs> he, uh, I, I've, I've, there, there's always been something off about that guy. Like, you need to, this is all about, like, we talk about putting guys in the best position to succeed mm-hmm. now that Adams is gone and you don't have that number one receiver. I mean, you would think that they would feature their running backs more. Yeah. Jones and Dylan kind of be like more of a run first team kind of rebuild play to your strengths. You have mm-hmm. two stud running backs, but I mean, yesterday, Dylan, I thought I saw barely touched the ball Four carries. I mean that's crazy to have AJ Dillon and no catch four carries. Jones Jones had nine catches out of the back. Yeah, Jones had a nice Jones had a nice game, but even Jones only carried it eight times. Yeah, and this isn't like a game that you were constantly playing catch up in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like a game where you're down. 20, all right, we just got to rear back and there throw the ball. We're, yeah. we're down twenty one points. Like it was a game that they were ahead for a lot of, and even when they were behind, it was a you know one score game. And Rodgers threw the ball 35 times. It just doesn't – something's off. I'm coaching. Coaching's not great and uh, game planning. It's all bad for Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not – So – Yeah, maybe they'll turn around in Buffalo. Bill's coming off a bye. I, I doubt – so are, are you ready to give the Vikings a division? No, they're still, they're still the Vikings. And still early. It's still so early. That extra week does extend. It feels like forever when that extra week is there. I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to start calling divisions yet. Yeah. No, I know. I can't give it to him. So much. So much time left. Is there and, a division we can? Yeah, there's not really a division we can call yet. Maybe the Bills, just because they're the Bills. But yeah. Chiefs. I'm almost ready to get. I'm almost ready to call for the Chiefs. They're only a game up on the Chargers, but Chargers are done. I mean, as far as yeah. Oh, let me just say this. Let me just say this because this I didn't really see much of that game. We were at the bar. The rain delay actually helped because we were able to go watch the end of the four o'clock the Jets game and the uh, Chiefs game. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me just say this about Herbert: like the fact that. Less than a, a year ago, people were still making the case for, and this is most people, okay? They won't put their name on it now, but a lot of people in the media were putting Herbert over Burrow. Yeah. To me, yeah. Burrow-Herbert is not a discussion. Herbert and Tua is closer than 
Burrow and Herbert. Yeah, Herbert but, and Tua is worth a discussion. Bur- Burrow is separate himself for sure. Not even close. Herbert, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I know he's got the tools, man, but he, I watch him playing and it's just, I don't know. I'm not, yeah. I'm not big on Herbert. And part he's, of it is like, cause the, there's his, you know, the two comparisons the Dolphins could have drafted mm-hmm. Herbert. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Well, There's something, to, something off. He's fun to watch. People, you know, we talk about. Yeah, he's fun, got a big arm. Fact. Yeah, we talk about the fun factor. People always want to see, yeah, big offensive with the Chargers, and he's the next. He's the next generation of that. So, um, it's like Philip Rivers never left. He's cooler than Philip Rivers. Is he though? I don't know. Well, he's probably got to be cooler than Philip Rivers, but gosh darn it, it's got to be cooler than Phil Rivers. Where's Justin Herbert from? I think we've looked this up on the show before. (laughs) I have no idea. So it shows me. Oh, I think we did talk. We we definitely have talked Herbert before. We've talked about how he's never going to win anything until he gets a haircut. Yeah. Yes. He's got to do something about that hair. Same thing with Lawrence, man. I'm out. I'm out. Yes. I'm out on Trevor Lawrence now. I'm watching, getting to see the Trevor. Getting to I didn't watch. I didn't really watch that game. Um, are you out because of his play or because of like his hair slash face? Both. Okay. All three. He looks. I mean, he looks like he should be the Jaguars' quarterback. He looks mm. like he was like born in a swamp in Jacksonville and bred just to play for the Jaguars. You know when he? I guess he's yeah. I guess a couple uh, of years. Justin Herbert's from Eugene, Oregon. I don't know if that bodes well for him it's a winning a Super Bowl. Thing. Where's Trevor Lawrence from? Is he from Florida? That hair. Uh, that hair's gonna go. Trevor Lawrence is from Knoxville, Tennessee. Close enough. So I got more faith in Knoxville, Tennessee quarterback than Eugene Oregon. So Jacksonville had a chance to come back in this game because Saquon didn't go, didn't get down. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. So the, the, the Jaguars got the ball back, and not one time was they scared that Trevor Lawrence was going to bring them back. But that's like, a bad sign. His, but they, but they got they came close, and but it wasn't because of him. He was gifted a couple of things: Giants defense and a couple um, penalties. But I mean, he didn't look good. He did not look good on it. Uh, just real quick, here you go. Here's here. Well, it's maybe a little longer than I want to do, but um, after the after the kickoff, after the Giants field goal. Um, Lawrence incomplete pass to Etienne. By the way, that guy's name, Etienne, Etienne. It's Etienne. Got, we got to do something with that name because it looks like it should be something French. And e. just, we just got to call him E. Okay, Pizza um, Boy. Then, then Lawrence <laughs> incomplete pass. Then uh, a, a first down pass to Kirk on the sidelines. Uh, then he was sacked, but a penalty. So then there's a defensive holding, so no play. Um, then there was a pick, but penalty illegal use of the hands, so no play. So sacked and picked back to back, but penalties brought him back. Uh, incomplete pass, then a false start on Jacksonville. Incomplete pass, timeout Giants. Uh, then they tried to run a trick play because they had to take a third and fifteen. They had to they had to take the they had to take the ball out of Lawrence's hands. Too many incomplete passes. They had Kirk throw a pass. We overthrew Etienne, E Pizza Boy. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, fourth and 15, Lawrence, um, huh, Lawrence, a complete pass to Marvin Jones. And then there's roughing the passer penalty. So free 15 yards. So it was a 20 yard pass plus 15 yards. You're welcome. Then incomplete pass to Zach Jones, incomplete pass to Marvin Jones. And then the pass to Kirk that was converted, but stopped on the goal line. It, that's such a bad drive. But on, on his wait, they got all the way down to the goal line. Yeah, it was they. They had to stop. It, it was like took three guys to take down uh, Christian Kirk at the goal line. Oh shit! It was close. Yeah. Oh, it was real close. But they had no right being there. They know it was. They got there. It was nothing to do because Lawrence was great. I mean, they gifted penalties, redo play, redo plays where there was a sack, redo plays where there was a pick. It was. It was. It was terrible. Um, bad job of the defense, but hung on and made the big play at the end. But I'm out on Lawrence because of that drive, because that was a pathetic drive. It was pathetic. And he should not he should, he should not have been in any kind of position to win that game. Is Danny Jones maybe the guy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, he is look six and one. But look, this is what we this is what Giants fans wanted to see from the guy. Uh we wanted to see him grow a little bit and he's grown this year uh, including the winning he has put together he's he's had a couple uh turnovers he had a bad pass yesterday was it picked he had a bad pass yesterday it was kind of brought back memories um, he, he threw a bad pick that got called back i saw that okay um it was a really bad pick yeah but I th- having saquon healthy alongside him is great and they're able to both run a ton he's a great runner he's got uh, you know, uh, Giants fans will always love any kind of guy with balls, and he's got balls because he's not afraid to get to mix it up and take the hits. Um, is he the guy? I, I got to see. I've, he's he's improved so much uh, this year, and I've seen, like I said, I've seen some of his best football this year. Um, I got to see him. All I need to see him. I need to see him pass more. I just need to see him pass more. To, to know if he's the guy, if he, or if he's just like a gimmick quarterback, I'm not really sure. But he's, mm-hmm. he's he he looks improved passing wise to me. But uh, I'm not ready to I'm not ready to you know give him my blessing. But he's been great. I have no I have no complaints about him this year. Yeah, I just saw the defensive. That was with no that was no time. Last play of the game. Yeah. Yep. Huh. All right. Um. I don't know if they did they have a timeout still. I don't think so. I wonder if he went down because they he had a chance, but he tried to keep his feet moving. I wonder if he went down. If they would have a chance to call a timeout again. I'm not sure if they had timeout or not though. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of an uneventful. Well, you talked about the Jets being the Jets, and they lo- they lose Brees Hall for the year. That's a Jets that's a big game. one. They also, got James Rob traded for James Robinson though, so they they look like they're trying to fix it. Yep, we right didn't mention we, we didn't mention that um, the receiver. I think we had when we talked about it, the receiver had complained already about um, not getting any looks. What's his name? Elijah Moore. Oh, Elijah Moore. Yeah, yeah complained about it. so that's a, that's a very Jets thing. So they're teetering on Jets, Jets, Jetsisms. But same old Jets. I think same old. I think the test will be this Sunday. They're playing yeah. New England at yeah. home. Oh, well. The Jets need oh. to. New England come off a loss. Oh, no. 
No, they don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Yeah. New England's actually a short favorite in that game. I mean, I that's probably going to change a little bit. Last I checked, it was New England minus two and a half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think New England may still end up being a short favorite. I don't know. But I think this game's definitely going to – you get your ass kicked by the, by the Bears and you have quarterback controversy. That could definitely affect the point spread a little bit. But this will be the test for the Jets, I think. This is a game that I don't care what the point spread says. You're five and two, and you're playing three and four Patriot team in your yeah. building with maybe a, a sixth rounder at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Jay Zappi. Like, you got to win. I know yeah. Brees Hall is important, but this is a game that you're going to win. Like, this is a this is a classic game. Jets lose, and it's just a classic, like, Joe Beningo rant. <laughs> The next day, and the fan just going yeah. nuts. Well, he I mean, already he already called the shot today. He goes, if they don't beat if they don't beat New England Sunday, it's three steps back. <laughs> <laughs> I look look historic, historically, like I think the Jets lose that Broncos game too. They, they go away to find a way to muck it up, right? Just kind of yeah. It, so, so we were watching that game in the bar, and it it felt like a mile high game the, the longer it stayed close i'm like oh man denver mm-hmm. might steal this mm-hmm. obviously they didn't brett ripon is atrocious yeah just the, the broncos overall are just atrocious yeah um so the the jets survived mm-hmm. but yeah no it did feel like uh especially because th- didn't denver go up at the or they were up at one point I think early yeah nine set yeah it just yeah. it felt like one of those weird mile high games that the broncos were gonna steal but um well, yeah, I think that I think it's a huge. This is just a huge. Forget about the standings. Like you beat New England, you go up three games on them. There we go. AFC standings right here. Nice <laughs> job by SVP. You go up three games on New England. Um, if you win this game, I think it's just big from like a mental standpoint. Yeah, you lose this game and it's same old Jets. Mm-hmm. You know, Belichick's our daddy. We can't beat Belichick. They haven't beat New England. I think in five years, it's something staggering. They had the, the winning against the Dolphins a few weeks ago was like their first divisional win in like three years. Yeah. So that's, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, that could yeah. be that. That could be the game of the uh, game of the week. Yep. Yeah. Well, you, and, and both New York teams historically, that's those are games that they lose, like in recent years. Giants would maybe maybe have some momentum going to Jacksonville, a bad Jacksonville team, and lose. Same thing with the Jets, have a little momentum go to, to, to go to Denver and lose, and like lose lose all good faith with their fan base. Yeah, now, and that that just makes more fun for this week. They go and they win those games. Patriots, Jets, Giants go out, to, out west to play Seattle, two and a half point dogs. Um, so yeah, that's and <laughs> Seattle Giants. Uh, who knew that this was going to be a battle of first place teams? Um, thank God because yeah. there's only oh, never mind. Maybe it's the following week. I was gonna say there's only two four o'clock games. The following week, there's only two four o'clock games, I think. Anyways, so uh, Eagles, Eagles still haven't lost, so I apologize. Um, well, I don't know, fuck the Eagles, but not not two first place teams. Uh, yeah, the Giants Seahawks are uh, we're gonna you're gonna need that game. Well, actually, 49ers Rams is a good four o'clock game, too. I was gonna say the other four o'clock games are not mm-hmm. Titans, Titans, Texans, and Commanders, Colts. That was your uh, oh about Matt Ryan getting benched. I didn't realize yeah. that until this morning. 
I think mean, it, I think he announced it I, today. Yeah. So I don't know anything about Sam Ellinger, but I know Frank Reich has kind of been a uh, punching bag this year. Mm-hmm. You know, first coach fired. You know, in you know, in over his head, whatever. When I watch the Colts play football, like I want to give this guy coach of the year votes because I feel like watching like it's crazy that they have three wins. When I watch the Colts play, they are a bottom <laughs> five team. I want to yeah. I want to give Frank Wright coach of the year for having this team three three and one. <laughs> Matt Ryan, it is so clear that he is washed, finished. Done for, yeah. He stinks. I get I mean, he should have been pulled weeks ago. Mm-hmm. They gave him the benefit of the doubt. Seven games. That's it. Let's see what Ellinger's got. You've already lost twice to the Titans. Mm-hmm. So you're you're already a game back of them, really two games because of the tiebreaker. Like they had, I mean, they had to do something drastic. He's got Washington this week, so it's a pretty good. I mean, Washington's won two in a row, but that's a pretty good like first game for a rookie or whatever he is. I don't even know if he's a rookie. I thought it was going to be Nick Foles. I guess Foles is the third stringer. When you have a kid, I mean, you got to give the kid a shot, right? Unless I guess, yeah. Really... So Foles waits his turn. Know? I'm going to Google Sam Ellinger and just by his picture, I'll tell you he's got a shot. <laughs> Sam Right, Ellinger. Yeah, he. I think he's got a shot. He looks like he's got some moxie. Uh. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Texas quarterback. I mean, so if he put, you figure he he grew up in Texas, probably played high school football in Texas, right? Went to the University of Texas, so this kid knows all about expectations. Mm-hmm. Indianapolis is probably like a step down from Texas <laughs> high school football. It's probably less pressure in Indy than there was like on his freshman high school team. What do you give him? Uh, the sixth round pick, which isn't great. What do, What do you give him? Yards, touchdowns, picks. First start. Um, I think Frank Wright because he's a good coach. He's gonna. Gonna be a run run first offense sure, on yeah. Sunday. Play from ahead. I'm gonna say one touchdown, one pick. Colts win though. And how many yards? Oh, yards. Uh 194. Ooh, okay. But they're gonna play from ahead, so I'd say under I I'm gonna say under on the yardage. Oh, okay. I I I like the one and one though. It's or maybe even like zero one, zero touchdowns, one pick, and I agree with the running assessment. Yeah. Maybe, I might you might even go zero TDs, one pick. I'll, just, I'll do right. that under one eighty four, zero one. I'll say one. I'll say one. Uh, one seventy. One seventy one. There you go. There you go. Book it. L- Sam Ellinger. And there's a London game on this week that no one's going to be able to see. Like, oh, it's the ESPN Plus? ESPN Plus game. Is that right? It's not on anything else? It's, uh, I got to draw, yeah, I mean, I got to, I'm not going to, like, go 
seeking out Broncos Jaguars. You, I imagine making Broncos Jaguars harder to watch. <laughs> it's crazy. That's considered Thursday night football when they do that. No, it's it's a London game. No, I know, but like they they call it weird shit. Like, know, maybe not because it's broadcast on Amazon or because or because no, you know what? Because it used to be because it used to be broadcast on NFL Network. NFL Network did the, the, the Thursday games. They would, that would be like a special edition Thursday night football on Sunday morning. <laughs> Oh, gotcha. So I don't, think do that. I don't think they do that anymore. All right. So this is week eight. Let's see. What we got Thursday Ravens Bucks. Oh, Bucks. Uh, Ravens are short favorite, right? I don't have the number here. I got it. The Ravens are. One and a half point favorites in Tampa. I mean, how, how do you not? How do you not take Baltimore? Yeah, I th- I think you said well, last week you said you got to treat the Packers like a bad team until they prove you wrong. I think it just goes for both. Yeah. Yeah, it is ESPN Plus. What the fuck? Yeah, have fun. All right, enjoy the game. Yeah, I'm not gonna be. Eh, I'm not gonna be trying to find an illegal stream for that. No, I do want to find a legal stream. Yeah, that's a game I'm, where you gotta you gotta make it easy for me to watch, or I'm, I'm not seeking it. I've seen enough Broncos for a season. Thank you very much. Well, finally, they got smart. They're like, instead of making it easy to watch the Broncos, we're gonna try and hide this game best we can. Do you have ESPN Plus? Do you know what? Like, what is what are the perks of ESPN Plus? You get like random. I know, like they like you could watch um like an Ivy like a random Ivy League game on a Saturday with ESPN Plus. I I got it um during the pandemic. I had it for like a couple months. I think they're a major season because you could watch because I was working from home, and you could watch um like all the golf. Like you know how sometimes they wait to go on the air. Yeah, tournaments like you could watch all the shit before that. So. That was really it. That's all I knew. And then I think there were some fights, but then you had to buy the fight, right? Like, if you have the app, then you have to buy the fight. Um, UFC. Yeah. Fight, which sucks. I know um, they have random, like, they'll have, like, random NHL games on. Yeah, they do a lot of NHL. Yeah, they do. ESPN Plus has NHL games. Yeah, that you don't, that you won't get. Um, so. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I feel like if you have cable, like there's so many, there's so much sports I could watch with the amount of like the channels I have. Yeah, I don't know. Like college, college football, college basketball, <laughs> like just I don't know if I need. I'm a sports junkie, but I don't know if I need ESPN Plus for like a random Avalanche game on a Tuesday night or something. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a luxury. That's for sure. Yeah, not necessarily one you need. No, I, yeah, I just I wouldn't find myself using it. Like maybe once a year for Broncos Jaguars. Like that's not <laughs> that's not that's not enough of a reason to have it. Yeah, no, I I really I literally had it just to watch like the first round of the U.S. Open on Thursday on Thursday morning. Just kind of nothing else going on. 
you're just you're dying like U.S. Open with no fans, by the way, which is yeah. strange, and just have something just put something on because you just were thirsty for anything. So, and I think they have every thirty for thirty on there too. You can watch those. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I think that's it for we close the book on week seven. Yeah, it was kind of forgettable. Yeah. For a couple of reasons, but that'll do it for the show the week. We'll be back Thursday. There will not have been a World Series game played. I don't know why baseball does this to itself. You have all you have a little momentum. They they insist on taking the days off. It's yeah, they they like it set in stone. Yeah. So Friday night, World Series starts. And um yeah. Astros Phillies, who you got? Um I'm gonna go Astros. I I think I mean Philly's got a shot. Wheeler, Nola, top two guys, but I gotta I gotta go I think I'm gonna go Houston and I mean six is very generic. I'm gonna go Houston in five. Okay. Okay. Um, I, think the, you, I think they're the best team. Who are you rooting for? Or do you have any rooting interest in it? This is who would you rather see? Uh, not rooting for, but who would you rather see win? I'm very conflicted because when like Philly really, I mean, if you look at all their teams, they don't really win that often. Mm-hmm. And the Phillies are very rarely good. They have the one stretch with Rollins and them where they were good. They only won one World Series. Yep. Eagles have their one with, you know, Foles, but most of them are like coming up short, McNabb and all that. Mm-hmm. Flyers and Sixers never win. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is something like when when Philly teams do make a run, like the, the, the swamp known as like Philadelphia, like really is on forefront and like, I've never even been to Philadelphia, but like I feel like I know these people, and they just come off like just wow. Like they're basically they're basically like a second uh, Boston to me. Yeah, like they're just such scumbags, and like I don't know. Part of me just doesn't want them to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. And now it's like, how do I how do I justify rooting for the Astros? I don't see myself rooting for them necessarily. I think the one silver lining where I could like at least bargain with myself for like wanting Houston to win is Dusty getting a ring. Yeah. That's really That's the only thing. But I I I think by Friday the the wound will be won't be quite as fresh and I'll be able to like if there was baseball on tonight or tomorrow, I don't know if I could do it. Yeah. I think by Friday I'll be good. Um, but I don't know. See, I'm going to turn on game one. It's going to be in Houston with those fucking fans. So it's uh, like yeah. I may end up rooting for Philly in game one. <laughs> I don't know. A glass half full approach is one team is going to lose. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have that. I'm going to say and Astros in seven. Okay. Yeah, I don't see um, – there's nothing about the Phillies team I necessarily don't like. I mean, Schwarber, that fucking guy. Yeah, I don't like Schwarber. Is a get you don't like him? Yeah. Um all, like he's a gamer though. All yeah. time postseason guy. Oh yeah, we did for the Cubs rookie year. It was like incredible. 
And then this year, I mean, he's been awesome. For, yeah. He was good for Boston last year. That's why I don't like him. <laughs> Just the, the two months he played in Boston. That's all it takes, man. Yeah. Put that You put that uniform on, that stink, it's hard to get off. Yeah, it's a stench. Um, whoops. Somehow I still like David Cohn and Mike Stanley. <laughs> a couple other guys. Uh... Yeah, I don't no, know. I think it's, Philly gives him a run. I feel Philly's got. I feel like Philly's got the momentum. I know Houston. It was almost too easy for Houston against the Yanks. Philly's got a little more. It might have been easy for well, no, because they were on, not on the ropes, but they had to win. Kind of exciting game to you know Harper the dinger. As if that's the problem with the Yankees playing. Like I don't concentrate. I don't really pay attention to other to the other series because I'm so emotionally invested mm-hmm. in the Yankees series. So it's just tough for me to like. Flip or like look, I like go look over there and stuff. But once like Yankee game's over, I'm just like, oh, drained. Oh, I know, yeah. Um, but I, uh, I, I think I understand where you're going from with the Philly and momentum. Yeah, I think they're hot enough. I think they're hot enough to make a series out of it. I don't think it's gonna be that easy to watch. As good as Houston is, I know. I agree. I have a feeling that momentum might wear off by Friday, though. Yeah, four days happens. off. It happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've seen a million. I know both of these series ended quick, but we've seen a million teams with layoffs. Now, this isn't the longest layoff we've seen, but we've seen teams sweep the LCS. Mm-hmm. Tigers Rockies, did it right? back in the day. Rockies, Tigers yep. swept the LCS. Were hotter than anybody. And then they got in the World Series and they were just flat. I, yep. I, I do think that is on the table for Philly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. But I don't know, Houston. They really haven't been as good in these world series the four world series they've played mm-hmm. have all been uh i mean they've lost two of them and then the, the one they won went seven games so i mean history tells you it's going to be a series but I, I wouldn't be surprised if they made quick work of them all right there you go there's your uh world series predictions brought to you by sunday poor we started with uh a funeral we ended with predictions so uh, thanks for spending the time with us here on the show. We'll be back here on Thursday night. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Buddy. Thanks for, uh, on, on, on no sleep. Well done. Yeah. Plan, plan hurt. Um, hurt, not injured. That's right. Uh, yeah. Thanks for, uh, thanks for tuning in everybody. And we'll uh, catch up with you later on in the week. Peace.